Welcome to Manifestation, Motivation and Passion. If you're looking to transform your life, this is the podcast for you. It's all about improving yourself on the inside to see transformation on the outside. I look at how to find and improve motivation and manifest lasting changes. Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome, I'm Quinn B. Thank you for joining me this Anzac Day as we pay tribute to those who served this country. We welcome this week's guest, Yvette Strawbridge from Como Solution Focused Counselling Services as part of our Women Empowering Women chat. Yvette will be discussing mental health and how we can take a proactive approach. From the top, we had Steve Miller with Fly Like an Eagle, Reason to Believe by Rod Stewart and Dream Weaver by Gary Wright. Starting on the 29th of April till the 20, uh, beg your pardon, till the 2nd of May, with all things going well and no lockdowns, we'll have the Perth Garden Festival at Langley Park. Jump onto their website at perthgardenfestival.com to purchase tickets. The time is 5.45pm. Tomorrow's weather is 26 with light winds and lows tonight of 13. Next up is Joe Cocker. And next up, we have Yvette Strawbridge from Solution Focused Counselling, who has a Master's in Social Science, Health and Counselling, and uh, many other string of credits to her name, and takes a mind-body-soul approach, uh, utilising different tools from art therapy to psychodrama. Uh, so if you would like to know more about taking control of your mental health, stay tuned. Uh, are you there, Yvette? Yes, I am. Can you hear me, Quinn? Because I couldn't actually hear the introduction very oh, well. But I just... I definitely do have you online. Um, oh, yes. So okay. <laughs> thank you again for joining us. Um, you're here That's to my talk... pleasure. Yeah, you're here to talk about um, mental health. And uh, I guess with COVID being centre stage and job losses across the nation, I guess that would bring a lot of challenging issues and anxiety. Um, what are some of the main issues you're seeing presently? Well, so I'm in private practice, Quinn, and from a professional, personal perspective, I actually have not seen a significant rise in sessions for my clients since COVID began. Well, that's a positive. Yeah, however, this, from my perspective, this does... This doesn't mean that there actually hasn't been an increase because, as I understand with some of my colleagues and when I'm um, networking, that in some areas there certainly has been an increase, but I haven't noticed an increase with the clients that I've been seeing. So the presentation um, of clients has been for matters that I would traditionally and usually be working with clients on and not directly related to the impact and the effect of COVID. So uh, often clients who present, for example, with anxiety, rather in my, well, over the last 12 to 18 months, those clients that have been presenting with anxiety actually have a history of an event or events which have actually been the cause of their presenting anxiety rather than COVID. So family of origin events are the main 
cause of anxiety for the clients that I see. So the clinical work that I engage in with clients revolves around connecting those events from their childhood with the client with what's actually happening for them now and teaching them some strategies to manage the symptoms when they arrive. Arrive. Oh, sorry. It certainly sounds very complex. Um, Are you finding that there are people in the older age bracket that are more likely to have mental health issues due to loneliness from the COVID lockdowns? Uh, Certainly. Well, once again, I can most certainly attest to the fact that the people in the older age bracket most certainly do experience mental health issues due to loneliness. However, those clients, once again, that I've been seeing who've been experiencing loneliness, it actually hasn't necessarily been as a result of lockdowns. It's it's been for other reasons rather yeah. than um, COVID. And I guess it's, it's not only applicable to uh, the seniors, but to all age brackets if you're you know for whatever reason have lost family uh it certainly can be a lonely time and so we are taking a proactive approach today so um for those who might be experiencing loneliness and uh don't want to you know feel like they're a burden on family what would you suggest for them Yes, so, and I'm very aware that there are people who really don't want to burden their family or friends. So, the most important thing for people who are feeling that way is that they attend their general, a general practitioner and obtain a referral or actually self-refer themselves to a professional who focuses on mental health and well-being um, in in their working professional role as a practitioner or a consultant. And then the consultant can assist them with exploring the underlying reasons and strategies for them to manage their loneliness. And I think you nailed something uh, really important about symptoms. If, if people are experiencing anxiety or you know, depression, what uh, stress perhaps, what could be some of the underlying symptoms that they may not be aware of? Mm, sure. So I'll just go through some of them. So there can be just this general feeling of nervousness, restlessness or tenseness. They can also have a sense of impending danger or panic or doom, which can certainly go with an increased heart rate. And these types of presentations can sort of come out of the blue and without any warning. And people can find themselves breathing rapidly and the term for that is hyperventilation. They can experience sweating and trembling. They can feel weak or tired and also can experience a lack of energy where they might have had a lot of energy and, you know, a lot of joy de vie in their life and then they feel like they don't have any of that. They can have trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than something that might be presenting for them right here and now. 
And also some people, it can be so overwhelming, they actually they feel unable to leave their home. Yeah, that's a lot and sounds like it's would be a real burden to go through. What are some proactive things, um, so the, I guess, that people can do for themselves before getting to that stage of going to see a counsellor? So, um, so Quinn, there are some strategies. Some people call them grounding and nurturing strategies, which I have a handout that I give to clients. Um, I just read something recently where... Um, it was posted about how to find your calm in an emotional storm. And so there are things, for example, like we can say out loud to ourselves, I'm experiencing and we just name whatever it is. I'm feeling really frightened or I'm, um, I feel like something really terrible is going to happen so they can say it out loud. Another strategy, which is something I also hand out to clients, is to actually place their hand on their heart and say things like, I'm safe. This feeling is from the past. Yeah, really powerful statement. Yes. Um, Another one is to absolutely to breathe. So they breathe, breathe in for the count of four. They hold that breath in for seven and then breathe out for eight. And they can do that sometimes up to ten times. And usually, because they're then focusing on their breathing, then the feeling often passes. Another thing is to activate their... to to endeavour to connect with their inner child and to say to themselves... So what do you need right now? And find a way to give that to yourself. And many of those things are on the grounding and nurturing list that I use. Sometimes people need to step away from where they are and find a safe place because sometimes where they are in a, at that particular point in time can raise a memory and, that, and they can have found themselves triggered by a memory of something that's happened in the past. So it can be a really, um, my language, smart strategy to yeah. actually move away from where they are and to find a to safe place. place. Yeah. And yeah. is there any truth, uh, someone said to me once, um, if you're doing uh, like colouring in or gardening, something that's repetitive, that can also, oh, I don't know the you know, physical or physiology of it, but that can actually help calm you as well. Is there any truth to that? Yes, absolutely. I um, So people, if, so sometimes people say so there's such a thing as writing therapy. So some of my clients, when I, I know that writing is something, is that I tell them to sit, um, find a box of tissues, find some paper and a pen and just write. Don't worry about um, capital letters or full stops or spelling. Just keep writing and writing and writing until the feeling passes. 
but absolutely colour if they have um, pencils and something like a colouring in book that can be really useful Uh, painting is um, and painting and drawing are other ways that one can manage those feelings when they come up yes and um, gardening if that is something that is a particular passion and something that they really enjoy focusing on um, the plants and putting their hands in the soil that can be very grounding as well absolutely and so you mentioned writing do you also recommend positivity journals I, I'm, I, well, I, I have a handout that I give to people and it's called Positive Thoughts. And certainly people could um, use a daily journal to record what I call six of the best. And it's to think about what's happened for them today. Um, and the first one, so is to write. There's six things. It's to write something that they saw. The second one is to write something that they ate. The third one, what that, something that they did for themselves and then something that they did for someone else, something that they received and something that they smelt. And it's a really good idea to do that maybe in the evening before they're going to go to sleep and that assists them to actually endeavour to promote sleep from a posit- from things that have occurred for them positively during the day. And I guess too it would also take your mind away from whatever the problem is and you're focused on you know remembering those certain things during the day. Absolutely focusing on on positive things that have occurred. We, we can um, Sometimes we can be what is known as um, uh, problem-saturate ourselves. In other words, we focus on the negative and we saturate ourselves with the things that have not gone so well in the day. So, and that is, so it's a really great distraction to use the Positive Daily Journal um, link in the evening to write those six things that I just mentioned and that really does shift our thinking from the negative to the positive and puts us into a more of a positive frame of thinking Wow! and feeling it's not only it's not only about our thoughts but so our thoughts can impact our feelings and our feelings can impact our thoughts it can work either way that's really interesting and um what about an our Children, are you? Do you also have clients who are children, or you're more focused yes, on? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, I certainly do see children. I see children. Um, usually, uh, parents ask me to see children because I'm a mediator as well. Sometimes, or I pick it up that it would be beneficial to see children because one of the things that, of course, happens for children when their parents separate is that the children, I mean, it's it's a loss and grief situation, not only for the parents, but it is for children. And children have less capacities and often to cope with loss and grief and sometimes 
the separation of their parents is the first major loss in grief experience that they've had in their life. And so they don't have any past experiences to draw on to cope yeah. with the loss and grief. And it's about so, learning, um, yeah. learning the coping strategies to be able to, to deal with those things. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Quinn. And so would you, um, you know, for that example you gave or if, if children are experiencing anxiety, um, you know, with all the mask wearing again, would would you recommend art like you were saying before? Is it the same sort of activities for adults as it is for children? Yes, yes, certainly. Um Yes, although for, yes, all of those things would work for children as well, but it's really important for a parent to give of themselves and their time mm. and to sit with the child one-on-one and endeavour to connect with the child about what are you thinking about at the moment, what are you feeling, what would help you most in this moment. And if a parent... Sometimes parents aren't always aware sometimes of what is that one of the most classic things for children is if a child's behaviour changes from what has been the norm. So that can be a really telltale message to a parent that there's something happening for their child because their behaviour has changed. And that can be an alert to a parent that maybe they need to explore with their child. So what's actually happening for you? You don't really seem to be yourself. I've, yeah. I've noticed that, you know, and sometimes it, pl- it plays itself out at school and sometimes it plays itself out with siblings and sometimes it plays itself out with mum or dad or other yeah. family members. And I think too with the, uh, you know, being such a technology-driven society, I think sometimes the communication aspect is kind of undervalued um, just sitting down and having that moment with our children absolutely we need to make make time to spend time with a child and just to get one-on-one if at all possible and to give them our completely undivided attention with our phone not visible in another room our ipad not visible the television turned off none of the technological um, devices uh, to be available because they can be incredibly distracting and Children, children need us to be just be with them. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Um, so, for those that are struggling, are there any uh, female support groups or what other resources are available uh, for children or adults or both? Uh, let's go with both. Okay, uh, there. So, at Women's Healthcare House in Northbridge. There, are, there is support groups there for for mothers and women at Women's Health. Uh, there's another. Uh, there's one in Fremantle as well. Women's Health. Health. I'm just trying to think. I just know the Women's Health Care used to be Women's Women's and Families. I think now they've rebranded themselves and renamed themselves oh. in Northbridge. But there's also one in Fremantle. And for children, particularly, many schools 
uh, have what's called a, the Rainbow Program, and that is especially and specifically for children who might be struggling with, particularly with the separation um, of their parents. So the Rainbow Programs uh, form a very good support network for children. Yeah, well, it sounds like there's quite a lot of resources out there. Uh, and how would people be able to find you? What's the best way to contact you? Oh, well, um, I have a website um, and it's Como Solution Focused Counselling Services. If they Google my name, Yvette Strawbridge, or if they put in Como Solution Focused Counselling Services, they'll find me as well. Um, so, uh, and... Uh, yeah, the, and my mobile number, which I'm happy for you to provide that to people over the phone if they'd prefer to take down. I do get most initial contact from a few people email me, but I think it's true to say that most of the contact I receive from clients is um, via a mobile phone call initially. And so then we connect over the over our, over their mobile and my mobile yep. and then we usually start to connect via email. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and uh, telling us yep. all about mental health. Uh, I feel mm. it's such an important part of our life and given the current circumstances it's always good to take a positive approach so thanks for coming on oh real pleasure Quinn and thank you very much for uh, inviting me to speak on your program I feel um, I feel somewhat privileged <laughs> and um, and very warmed by the fact that you invited me to speak so thank you very much for doing that Quinn I'm Quinn Carnegie and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Manifestation, Motivation and Passion. I'm so thrilled you chose to spend time listening and would be even more grateful if you left a positive review. And if you found value, no doubt your family and friends will too. I'd love it if you share it with them. Thanks again. Thanks again.